Uh, Jeremiah 6, verse 16, but I want to start over here uh, because what we get to do today is celebrate a God who, um, when we're on the wrong path, he calls us back and says, hey, you're on the wrong path. I'd like you to go on this other path instead. Um, and how we have a God that we can celebrate who, when we're considering the different paths ahead of us, says, hey, this is the right path. This is where I want you to go. Um, we'll also be able to be challenged a little bit and be... I don't know if you saw it, but uh, uh, even though Kristen said, hey, this is the right path, uh, uh, a couple of certain young men um, <clears throat> that shall not be mentioned um, uh, were thinking about going on the wrong path anyways, even though they knew it wasn't the right one, quote unquote. Uh, and so we'll, we'll be able to be challenged, uh, be able to think through which path am I on? Is it the God-pleasing one? And, uh, and how many times do we just kind of say, I don't care, I'm just going on this one. <laughs> and, uh, and we'll be able to come back to a, a good and gracious God. Uh, Jeremiah 6 verse 16 offers us a, a proverb, so to speak, a, a wise saying, a helpful saying, um, that what we want to do is kind of just look at the, uh, the wise saying for, uh, for, for a few minutes and just kind of what does it mean. Um, and then we'll move towards uh, contextualizing it. We'll talk about uh, the place of it in the, in the life of the people of God and for you and me. And, um, and, and then we'll move towards kind of one uh, application point. Uh, stand by the roads and look and ask for the ancient paths. That's the proverb, the wise saying, uh, the helpful saying that uh, we get to think through today. Stand by the roads. Uh, the word road here is kind of interesting. Um, uh, to some degree, this is probably like a, yeah, duh, Pastor Dave. But I think it's helpful to just kind of sit on it for a couple of minutes and be thinking about it. Um, the, the word road has kind of a, um, uh, a double meaning, I guess. On the one hand, it's like a street, okay? So 12, you know, Fairview Avenue. That, that's a fine way to think about it. But, but actually in scripture more so, uh, the word road is usually uh, a bigger idea. So it's more like a journey that you are on or the direction that you are going or the manner in which you do life. You see, that's kind of a bigger, you know, you hear people say, I'm on this road and they're not actually standing on a on a road, right? It's a figure of speech, the direction you're going, the journey that you are on, uh, the manner in which you do life. Uh, stand by the road. But Jeremiah says plural, right? Stand by the roads. And so uh, a lot of commentators say, and I think that they're right, that this is a crossroads kind of moment. Jeremiah, as he is looking at the people, is saying, hey, we stand at a crossroads moment here. Uh, roads, right? This is when uh, this is where where two roads cross each other. Duh, right? Uh, crossroads moment in that bigger sense is a is a decision that needs to be made that has long term effect. A decision that needs to be made that has long term effect. Uh, not to scare you, Mackenzie. I was thinking the other day about like uh, how. Uh, when I picked my college, it was a huge crossroads moment that I didn't even, you know, realize how big it was when I was standing there at that crossroads, right? We, we face decisions every single day that put us at a crossroads, and we can either go this direction or this direction, and those uh, decisions that we make have long-term consequences and effects. So Jeremiah says, stand by the roads, uh, and then he says, look, and the, the obvious question is, well, what are we supposed to look for? Right? Uh, just keep in mind here, obviously, this is a long, long time ago in history. And so this is not a uh, time in history when they've got paved roads like Fairview Avenue. 
what they are facing is uh, more like a well-worn path, right? A road at this time in history is uh, is not even a, a level, uh, you know, a, a level road that's dirt or gravel. Um, this is essentially a lot of people walk to this way, and so now it's a road. Now it's a path. Um, you know, one person walks there, and it's no big deal. The grass is still fine. A hundred people walk there, and the grass is looking pretty trampled, right? A thousand people walk there, and the grass is gone, and it's just kind of this dirt, bumpy road, right? So that, that's what we're talking about when we talk about um, roads and paths uh, in this time of Jeremiah. So, um, so when Jeremiah says, stand by the roads, by the crossroads, and look, right? You're looking for the well-established route, the one where lots of people have gone. And, and the reason that you want that path is because it raises your level of confidence, right? You have confidence that the road is actually going to get somewhere, right? That's why hundreds or thousands of people have taken it, because it actually goes somewhere. And so, so you have a level of confidence there. Uh, you also have confidence that you'll be safe on that road, uh, because there's likely somebody traveling ahead of you or t somebody traveling right behind you. And so, um, you know, at this time in history, the, there would be robbers and thieves that would be on the side of the road and they'd jump out and, and try to rob you and thieve you, right? They, they would try to do some damage to you. And so, um, so, so if you're on that well-established route, uh, there's probably a level of safety there because somebody's either going to hear you cry out for help or they're going to come along and help you later. So it's really important to be looking for the well-established route. Um, now, now think about this. Uh, Jeremiah is speaking to a group of people. Uh, this is kind of a big problem with Jeremiah. A lot of people will pull a verse out of context in Jeremiah, and they'll sort of make it a, a, a life application type of verse. That's okay to do, and we can do that here. Um, as we look at it, we can say, yeah, in our life, we want to stand by the roads, and we want to look, and we want to do this other stuff. Uh, but, but Jeremiah is also speaking most of the time in Jeremiah to a group of people. So he's speaking to the, to the nation of Judah, the southern kingdom of God, uh, and he's speaking to the city of Jerusalem. Uh, so just think about this, right? Uh, this is something to this point that we can do on our own. Stand at the crossroads and look for the well-established path. Um, slowing down and pausing to actually look around you and say, which path is most well-established? Which path looks best to me? Not just plowing through life and saying, oh, I got to go here, I got to go here, I got to go there. No, no, it's a slow down kind of process where we're actually looking around us. Um, and we can do that as a group of people too, right? Harder as a group of people because we have to work together and consider what God's saying to us. But, um, but as a group of people, right, as a church, uh, it's important for us to be looking and saying, what's the well-established path um, that God would have us take? Stand by the roads and look and ask for the ancient paths. Um, uh, a couple of things are, are really interesting here. Uh, the word path here uh, does mean, uh, in a narrow sense, just, you know, Fairview Avenue. It means a street. Uh, a path just literally means a, a well-trodden road, a well-trodden well uh, path, so to speak. Um, uh, in other places, the word just means traveler. <laughs> so it's just literally uh, people have walked there, and now there's a path, a road. Um, and this, this ancient uh, word um, is pretty interesting. As I was looking at it, I always just assumed that ancient meant old, 
right? That's, uh, that's what I always assumed. And, uh, and so it was really uh, kind of fun poking into this a little bit and thinking about what that word ancient actually means. Um, in the book of Daniel, God is called the ancient of days. And so uh, this was really helpful. Uh, the word ancient doesn't just mean old. It means something that's been around for a long time and something that will continue on for a long time. It makes more sense, doesn't it? The book of Daniel, God is something that's been around for a very long time and will continue for a very long time. So Daniel is inviting the people um, to ask for and be looking for the path that's been around a long time and will continue for a long time. Now just see this, right? Um, this, uh, this asking thing um, uh, means that you're engaged in a relationship, Right? I mean, you can ask yourself, I guess, but that's not what Jeremiah is saying. Jeremiah is saying, hey, stand and look, right? That's an individual activity. Uh, and then there is this ask part. And so that means that you're in a relationship and you're having conversation with somebody else. Um, hey, this path looks good to me. What do you think? What, can, can you process with me which path I should be on? I think it's a step that most of us miss, right? We, we kind of just get into our, this is what's best for me and I'm going to go and do it. Instead of a, I think this is what's best for me and having somebody that we know and trust, somebody that loves us and we can actually ask that question, which path is best for me, do you think? Let's talk about it together. And then of course we do that uh, again as a group of people, as a congregation. And we can go and, uh, and there's other churches and there's other organizations and other uh, people that, that we can go and say, hey, we think that this path is best for us as a, as a church and as a congregation. And, and, and can you kind of give us some counsel and some mentoring so that, so that we know we're on the right God-pleasing path? Stand by the roads and look and ask for the ancient paths. I want to show this to you a little bit. Ray, would you uh, do what you did in first service and grab my road over there and just roll it out? Uh, I didn't want to bring in a red roll because then you'd think I was rolling out the red carpet. So we brought in a green roll of paper and uh, that's going to be our path. Uh, I think this is helpful to picture. Um, as we try to contextualize this and think about, well, what does this mean for the people of God and what does it mean for us? Uh, it's really helpful, I think, to have a, a path where we can be thinking about uh, what this looked like. So Ray's going to roll that out for me, and then I'm going to try to not trip on the paper. It's going to be really exciting. Oh, boy. Stand by the roads and look and ask uh, for the ancient path. So, so this is the path that the people of God have been on. Right, this is the path that um, essentially uh, they've been walking. This is where they have been and where they are right now. And on this path, it's pretty interesting. The rest of Jeremiah 6 is really helpful. And we learn a couple of things about this path. Um, uh, positively, uh, they are uh, doing the right types of things. Uh, they are uh, following the rituals and the ceremonies that God has uh, laid out for them. They are offering burnt offerings to God. Uh, they're also going to the temple and, and offering burnt sacrifices to God. Um, they are engaging that system. So, so that's, that's very positive. They're, they're following the rituals and the ceremonies that they're supposed to. Um, on the more negative side, um, they're doing that and going through the motions. They're not actually engaging their hearts. Um, they're doing it because it's what we've always done. <laughs> this is the way we've always done it. <laughs> but they're not engaging their hearts. 
Um, and, and, and that kind of gives us a chance to pause and say, have I been on that road? Um, am I going to church and going through the motions because I'm supposed to, but I'm not actually engaging my heart? Do I put something in the plate because I'm supposed to, but I'm not actually engaging my heart in the process? Am I, am I opening up God's word because I'm supposed to, but I'm not actually engaging my, my heart? Um, if you're anything like me, this is a challenging path because you recognize yourself on it. Uh, maybe not right now today, but at some point in time, probably in the past week, you found yourself just going through the motions, doing what you're supposed to do, but not actually engaging your heart in the process. Um, and on this path, uh, the biggest problem that Jeremiah points out in chapter 6 is that they aren't actually listening to God. So they're not actively and regularly engaged in listening to God. They're not going to God and saying, hey, God, what do you want to say to me today? What do you want to reveal to my heart today? Um, where would you like me to go today? Uh, over and over again uh, in the Old Testament, especially in the book of Psalms, uh, being on God's way or God's road, God's path, means that you are frequently uh, following the commands of God or the laws of God. And, um, and Jeremiah 6 tells us that uh, the people have rejected the law of God, the commands of God. This is the path that the people of God are on, and so it's pretty interesting and pretty powerful that God sends Jeremiah and says, say to the people, stand by the roads and look, and ask for the ancient paths. Jeremiah is sent to create a, a crossroads moment for them, and to say, hey, this path that we've been on, it's not all bad, but it's not right. It's not the right path for us. And so we have a choice going forward, folks. Jeremiah says, we can continue down this path. We can keep going just the way that we always have. But this path leads to destruction. This path leads to unrest. Um, if we keep going on this path, God's going to send an enemy from the north. And that enemy is going to completely wipe out and destroy the city of Jerusalem and the people of God. And I know that there's a temptation to say, well, I would never do that. That would be silly to keep going down that path. But go back to the kids' chat and that temptation, hey, this is the wrong path. And we still look at it and say, hmm, maybe it would be okay. Jeremiah is pretty clear about where that path leads. And so what he's doing is he's inviting the people over here to this other path. And this path is a path where um, we're more interested in engaging our hearts than doing the right thing. Um, this sounds a little bit silly, but we're in, get more interested in engaging our hearts than in doing the right thing. Uh, we're more interested in, in listening to the voice of God saying, hey God, what do you have to say to me today? What do you have to say to us today as a group of people? Um, what do you want to show me, show us today? And, uh, and this is a path that Jeremiah is inviting the people to walk. So, so just see this, right? This is, uh, this is the point. Uh, and if I could offer you just one application point, it would be this. Stop. To actually stop and slow down your life, to be deliberate, to be intentional, to actually live 
in that crossroads place, in that crossroads moment, uh, for just a little longer. Instead of just plowing through life and trying to get to the next thing, instead of just trying to survive, instead of just trying to, to go forward <coughs> and, <coughs> and get to your perceived destination, Jeremiah is trying to just call us to slow down, to be deliberate, to be intentional, to, to stand in the crossroads, to look for the well-established path, and to ask somebody else, what do you think? Where should I go? Um... My last question for you is uh, um, uh, really meant to get us to Jesus. <laughs> and my question is, where is Jesus in this whole scheme of things? Uh, because I don't know about you, but I, I see Jesus right here in the crossroads. Uh, when he comes in human flesh, he walks up to people and he says, Hey, you're a great fisherman. Now leave your nets and come and follow me. That's a crossroads moment. Jesus comes all the time and, and just changes our path and he changes our direction and he says, hey, what you've been doing isn't bad, but I'd like you to be on this path instead. I see Jesus right here in the crossroads. Um, but I really wrestled with this because I also see Jesus down here. And I see Jesus on the path with people that aren't on the right path and I see Jesus walking with people that nobody else will and I see Jesus saying look this path leads to destruction so I'm going to take your destruction on myself I'm going to be buried in a tomb for three days and then rise from the dead so that I might come and give you a crossroads moment so that I might invite you to do life a different way, so that I might invite you over here to this path where God speaks and we listen, where God speaks and we move, where God speaks and we engage our hearts. It's something that we need to do as individuals. It's something we need to keep doing as a church. <sighs> How different would our lives look? <laughs> How different would our lives look if we would wake up each morning and say, hey, God, you've given me this crossroads moment. I want to go where you want to take me. Would you show me? Would you speak to me? Would you tell me what you want? Um, how different would our congregation be if we would continue to open each meeting and open each uh, conversation knowing that it is a crossroads moment. And we have the opportunity to go where God wants us to go and do what he wants us to do. Super powerful to just think about what God is inviting us into. That we've got this God who says, hey, you've been on the wrong path. Why don't you come back and take this one instead? And a God who blatantly says, this is the path I want you on. And a God who walks with us no matter the path, shows us his unconditional love, and invites us to follow. Amen? Amen. Uh, let's pray. 
Uh, Jesus, we, uh, we thank you so much for, um, for being the way, for being the truth, and for being the life. Sometimes we, uh, we get so caught up in the busyness and the demands and, um, and we forget to stop. Uh, we forget to stand, we forget to look, we forget to ask. And, uh, and then we find ourselves on the wrong path. And so we are uh, truly sorry for that. And we thank you for being the type of God who uh, calls us, who invites us, who, who shows us which path to follow. Would you give us the courage to continue to come to you? Would you give us the courage to continue to respond? Would you give us the courage to um, say yes to your path, no matter what? In the name of Jesus, all God's people said, amen. <laughs> I forgot to mention uh, the beauty of the path, right, uh, that God wants us to be on. Uh, if you look at it, uh, it says that we will find rest, uh, we'll find peace, we'll find comfort. Not that that means uh, it will be a peaceful road or that it will be a comfortable road, uh, but we'll find ultimate and meaningful rest and peace and comfort because we're walking with Jesus. Super powerful, this promise. Yeah, it's good. <laughs>